up, everybody? Welcome to New Haunt Order. We are uh, doing, again, a little bit of a different setup this time. We've got a, got a little bit of a group setting going on over here with uh, Jason Cottrell, Carol Moore, and Erica. Hey, McElroy. Who's that right? Hey! That's right. Everybody gets a last name. So it, was a crap, it was a crap shoot. I was like, uh, McElroy. So, uh, yeah, what's up going? What's going on, Jimmy? Well, not much. Thought we'd talk about the interesting 2020, and uh, hopefully 2021 is a better year. Normally, I would say it can't be any worse, but I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2021 is going to be like, hold my beer. <laughs> hopefully not. Well, yeah. Yeah. How was your new year, man? You uh, congrats on the new job. Thank you. Uh, free twenty ounces all day long. Dude, <laughs> that put a hurting on me, man. I love some Coca Cola now. Well, I'm be I'm drinking some uh, Melly Yellow Zero. Oh, gotta okay. keep, yeah, I got to watch them uh, calorie intake. No, got to get no, prepared no. for that Friday the thirteenth uh, in August. Yeah, man, it's, it's coming up. Yeah. Real logistical question is how many bathrooms does the place have? <laughs> if it's unlimited twenty twenty or twenty ounces all day. Yeah, the for the people to use, there's only one, and Ooh. the to they got two uh, toilets and then two urinals. In each, uh, they have one toilet blocked off with a caution tape, and then one urinal. So, uh, and I'm like, why do you block off the toilets? Hell, they got <laughs> balls and stuff, <laughs> and there only two people can go in at once. Damn it, man! Who's policing that? That's the question. <laughs> Got to, someone's gonna have to uh, do number two real bad, and they're just gonna bust through that caution tape. Toilet troll. Where's toilet troll? Screw your pass. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I work at Coca Cola now, so that's fun. But uh, the fun, not the fun part, is working 12, 12 hour days, six days a week right now. Damn it, man! Everybody's thirsty, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I need to slow down on those damn Coke intake, damn it. Hey, that's what happens, man, when you work for the best. Coca-Cola is the best, period. Yep. I'm uh, definitely uh, I'm definitely all about the the free drinks, so I'll drink sorry. Coke all day. There's going to be lots of uh, the, the checks are going to be really nice working 12 sixes. There you go. Uh, that's right. I remember Six, when I had uh, free rippets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was really cool at first, and then you realize they were sugar per bottle. Rot your gut, something <laughs> awful. There was a reason why they're ninety nine cents. Oh, is that that cheap energy drink? Huh? Is that that cheap energy drink? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ripping it. <laughs> but it just, that was a great pun. It, it was. Um, they were rough on the old stomach. I'll just say that. Any any non-name brand energy drink is rough. Yeah. Spider is a, is a rough one. Spider is you know, awesome. Yeah. I don't care for uh, Monster. <gasps> oh, been good. Uh, have to go. <laughs> I'll drink it if that's all they have, but. I do. Uh, I enjoy the white sugar-free. Um. When I was down at uh, Miller's Thrillers, uh, I got on those bangs pretty good. 
Uh, it was a lower calorie. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, candy. I didn't mind them. I like I didn't Have you ever tried the candy crisp? Keto candy apple crisp. There are so many flavors of bangs. I don't even remember. I think the rainbow unicorn was one that I, because uh, it really depends on the gas station and how many they carry. I think the rainbow unicorn. Uh, oh, they got a sweet tea one, like a country tea. That oh, wow. Pretty good. I like that one. Um, and the, the coffee ones. <laughs> 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 I couldn't even yeah. finish it, man. I, uh, Those damn things have 300 milligrams of caffeine in them. What, the bangs? Yeah. Also, yeah I think the coffee ones have 600 milligrams of suck in them. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee, I mean, the Java monsters are... Now, if Bang wants to sponsor any one of us online, you know, I'll, send us I'll drink checks. all of them except the, the coffee ones. Yeah. I'll drink it online. Peach, peach mango is my, is my jam. I've had that one. That's a good one, yeah. Or the black. That's Anything cold and peachy is refreshing. <clears throat> I had to I had to quit drinking them though because they was having me uh, short of breath. So uh, I think it was too much caffeine for me. <laughs> Jimmy's heart looked like in the mask. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I'm over there feeling all flustered and stuff. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it sucks having to get up at three forty-five in the morning to go to work. Man. Yeah, but uh. Hopefully it'll calm down. But anyways, uh, well, congratulations to Carol and uh, Erica for their move to Nash Vegas. What? Back in town. Back in business. Hell yeah. Excited. Uh, that's that's the good thing about 2021. It brought Carol uh, and Erica to Tennessee. So that's a good yeah, thing. I think she likes it all right. You like it okay so yeah, far? it's all right. Minus all the potholes. And you got to watch out for, uh, apparently now you got to watch out for crazy people that believe in lizard people blowing up shit. Hey, hey, the lizard people are real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, if you believe in them, just don't go blow up no AT&T buildings. Yeah. Because of 5G. I tell you, man, what's crazy is we live... Less than two miles away yeah. from downtown. We're walkable, too. Walk, we can walk downtown. Wow. I was outside loading the car. Didn't hear it. Didn't feel it. And uh, we drove by on the interstate because I was heading out to East Tennessee. And I saw this big thing of black smoke. And I was like, Erica, there's a big fire. I said, that's a big fire. Said, that's crazy. I said, do some investigating. And called my buddies and, you know, some people in the fire department that I don't know. And they were like, Christmas morning, like, Carol, what the hell are you doing bugging us? Like, kids are opening gifts right now. Like, what is the deal? (laughs) They didn't even know what was going on. And then she did some investigating. All we heard first was that an RV had exploded. And my mind immediately goes to Cousin Eddie. Yep. And uh, (laughs) I was dressed as Cousin Eddie. And I was like, maybe we should turn around real quick. I just try to get on the news, like looking around, acting like I'm trying to get in there, you know. But then we sadly we found out that it was, you know, on purpose and yeah. a lot of damage was done. So we kind of changed my, my tune on that. But hate it, man. It's rough. It's rough stuff. But uh, there's crazy people out there. And even crazier to think that people were attacking uh, Tony Warner of uh, Devil's Dungeon Haunted Hell. I thought that was uh, pretty sick. Yeah, went- I didn't. I didn't even put two and two together to even think like that. So that's crazy that people were actually 
Because it, <clears throat> what was that guy's name? Was his name Anthony? Well, yeah, one, it's Anthony no. Warner, but people were like Tony, and you know, and I, people were constantly like everybody that I knew was getting phone calls, text messages, and on top of that, AT and T wasn't working. Yeah. So I happened to be in East Tennessee. My phone was working, and I was like, "There's no way that's Tony." I was like, "He's he's got these grandbabies, and he's about to retire." I was like, "He has no. There's not no no no. There's no way." And uh, I got to see, and a few people posted, and I was like, "Man, this is bullshit." And eventually, you know, it, it came out, but the damage had been done, and you know, he had to get on the news and kind of say, "Hey, it wasn't me," and you know, watch what you post, which. Good for him, but yeah. uh, people love to get you know fragments <clears throat> of a story and just immediately fill in the blanks and, and run with it. Well, that's the problem is you know now in today's news, if you're not throwing out the story first, you're not getting the scoop. So you've yep. got to start like throwing ideas out there and hope something sticks. Yep. I mean, imagine the people that were salivating. Oh, this guy Tony Warner, he has a place called Haunted Hill. Devil's Dungeon. He had a bomb. Like they were just like evil. They were like, "Oh, this is going to be such a great oh, story." Did you hear the whole story? Like the feds came in and shut down Haunted Hell. Oh God! They took all of his money. He would. Uh, oh, that's he, 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 used it, he used parts from yeah. Our, he used parts from yeah, the haunt. The so bills is stupid. It was like that was the that was the story. One of the stories going around. I was like, like, people were saying that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> wow. I didn't share none of that shit. I didn't. I didn't screenshot none of it. I wasn't going to give them any time or day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so stupid, That's, man. But I'm glad that he got on there and, and cleared the air, and I'm glad they finally showed the real reason. You know, the real guy. And for those people that think it was a missile, it wasn't. No. Nope. All right. Just it wasn't. We can discuss yeah. through uh, DMs later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a RV exploding. Yep. Simple as that. <clears throat> hey, if, if you it, think it was a missile, uh, let's see. I, I can sell you uh, anything that you want. I got. Just come to me. Oceanfront property yeah, in Arizona. Oceanfront so, property in Arizona. Just come holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> you won't believe anything, man. Yeah. Well. Um, I guess we uh, we all talked about our what all we did during haunt season. Um, <clears throat> I guess uh, what would y'all say all in all, 2020's haunt season? How was it? Uh, Erica, you want to start? Well, I didn't really have a haunt season, so this year for the first time in 22 years or uh, visiting haunts for 2020 then i mean I, they seem a lot of them were pretty successful from what i saw um masked or not masked unfortunately um but i mean everybody that okay not everybody that i visited <laughs> most of the haunts that i visited were very um like covid compliant and they had every time i went to one they had like a huge crowd so or like a bunch of people like waiting in pens or and stuff like that like um so it wasn't like people weren't going to haunted houses this year so at least there was that i think everybody was needing something to get away yeah 
Um, so at least that was in favor for haunted houses. Um, I think health departments are going to be a little more in tune to haunted houses from now on. <laughs> yep. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to, to piggyback off that, I think some of the stuff that was put into place because of, you know, having to because of COVID are things that should carry over yeah. in general in haunted houses because as someone, you know, uh, as we've all worked in haunted houses, can test, uh, they're not exactly the cleanest places of employment. Um, so regular bathroom cleanings and sanitizing, that's all good habits to have. They should just carry over. Um you know, you shouldn't have to be told to wash your hands. And you know what I keep saying is every year, if you work in haunted houses, you know about this. Every year in haunted houses, it's called like the haunted house crud or something like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets sick. Um, it's like this cold that goes around and everybody hands it off to each yep. other. This year, it didn't really happen yep. because everybody was washing their hands all the time. Their sanitizer was, away from each yeah, other. you yep. don't really see it. So I think that's kind of. I always thought the haunted house crud happened on opening night about one hour in. <laughs> it, it comes in waves. Yeah. <laughs> I call that rapid onset haunt virus. Ah. You're, you're fine before you open, and then as soon as the work starts, I don't feel good. Let me go lie down away from my friend to get off work. <laughs> Where's the free pizza? Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, um, hand washing stations that uh, Porter John companies use uh that rent out that every hunter i've talked to so they're just going to keep that going um a lot of uh in uh portable toilet places were already putting hand sanitizer stations inside them but that's pretty much mandatory now so a lot of people that had hand washing stations sanitizing stations um that's probably going to just stick around um you know and, and not just for the customers but for the actor area too you know, I've been to some haunts that uh, they do not have plumbing. Right. Um, so the, the actors have to use board <clears throat> So I think a lot of that will be added on, um, which is good because, you know. But for the love of God, like, if you're going to have port johns clean them. Have them <laughs> cleaned, okay? We went to one, at least one haunted house this year that just did not care, and it was It was pretty scary. It was probably, probably the, the worst. The scariest part of the heart. Yeah, it was the scariest part of the heart. <laughs> like, any company that rents Portajons will offer a cleaning service. You just have to have a for it. Or get someone on your staff to do it. That, too. And yeah, a lot of times, too, uh, it becomes like, oh, we were really busy last night. Okay, well, then you need more toilets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's if it's getting that bad, you got to get more toilets. Or have them you know, pay a little extra, come on a Saturday. And some companies won't do that necessarily but if that's the case go ahead and have something figured out where you have somebody on staff cleaning them and it really uh toilet paper shortage was also a big deal yeah so they were kind of didn't want to give out a lot of toilet paper so once it runs out oh, what am i going to do and i noticed one time uh those toilet paper dispensers don't hold certain sizes toilet tissues so if yeah. you get like the charmin jumbo roll or from the dollar store you're like it won't fit nope. and don't ever just put one in there because that'll end up inside there. Just people get in a, in a portage on and they just lose their mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they go, well, it's I like, don't know. It's anarchy rules yeah. inside of a portage on. So, yeah. So, um, I think good things came out of it. Time ticketing um, for mm-hmm. certain attractions. 
is going to re- show people that, holy shit, we can control things and really keep – it really it helps the whole experience for everybody. And I know some people are like, I don't want to know what time I got to be there. I just want to show up when I want to show up. Now, you're going to have those. Most people are going to do it anyway. Yeah. Well, think, think about it like a movie theater. Mm-hmm. You can't just show up to the movie theater and go, all right, I want to watch the movie now. You have to buy a certain time slot. I hated that when it first happened. Oh, uh, the seating? Yeah, I was like, this sucks. I can't show up when I want to. And now I got to pay for everybody's ticket with Venmo and, and PayPal and Cash App, all that stuff. It's stupid. Now you can just strictly uh, basically say, hey, I'm going to get the tickets. Pay me when you get here. We go get our, we get our seats right in the front row. So I hated it at first, mm-hmm. but I like it now in whatever theaters that are open anymore. That's right. I say, where are these theaters? <laughs> yes. well, I mean, even, even before they started doing the assigned seating, like you had certain show times. Yeah. Like you couldn't just show up at you know three thirty if the movie started at two. Yeah. You could. We could. Yeah. Well. You, <laughs> you could start from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know if there's a show time at a certain time, you can't show up twenty minutes later and go, "All right, well, I want to go into it now." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's turned start, it's start start. haunting more into live theater than it would be anything else. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, as, as I've always said about haunters in the haunt industry, is that usually restrictions or limitations just make us be more creative in what we're going to do and find different ways to do something. And, you know, certain haunts are coming up with different ways to, you know, keep people entertained while they're waiting to go in. Or I don't know if you actually did excited to go this year, but, um, I know Doug Cox was talking about doing like the FM transmitter where like while you're waiting in your car before you go in, they're playing like short horror stories that the staff wrote that tied to the, to the show. I think he did do that. I think that's what he was saying. Um, yeah, he did. Okay. When we went, we, we heard, uh, we heard some stories playing. <clears throat> that's that's a, a cool idea. And it's, it's not like that's new technology. I mean, it's what drive-in theaters have been doing for years now. Yeah. Uh, one of those, uh, one of the, the actual co-host of, uh, the horror basement, he got one of his stories put on there. Oh, that's sweet. <clears throat> but, uh, one thing I think when we was talking to Tristan or something, he said something about froggy fogs, put out some hand sanitizer, uh, something like that. Spice. Well, just, something like I can't remember if it was hand sanitizer or something in the fog, they, the fog juice or something. They did start manufacturing hand sanitizer uh, oh, yeah, early, early on because that was one of the places that was one of the places that my uh, my work ordered from because there was we couldn't get it anywhere else and I knew Froggies would have it. Um, you know they they kind of followed in line with a lot of distilleries and stuff like that to where they had the ability to create it. So I they think started. They're all getting fine now, though. Yeah, I I've heard that the the FDA. Yeah. It's slapping fines on a lot of those distilleries. Mm-hmm. I think I think I saw another article the other day that they're I mean, none of them are paying they're repealing a lot of that. Yeah, like, they should. Yeah, they're like, we were helping out in a pandemic. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, excuse us for giving out some free hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you're from the government. You're not used to this. It's called compassion. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about seeing froggies uh, doing hand sanitizer, uh, I saw it and I was like, oh, is it going to be scented? That's what it was. That's not funny. Quit asking. And then uh, weeks later, uh, they have pumpkin pumpkin spice scented hand sanitizer. I was like, oh, you jokers. 
Like, yes, it just smells like tequila. <laughs> yeah, it's raw. Carol, Carol, you know you're a trendsetter. No, no, <laughs> far from it, far from it. But oh, you never smelled it, Carol. Oh, I'm, I'm. He, look, you can't. A turd's a turd. So if something <laughs> smells like a turd, you can't cover up the turd smell. You know what I'm saying? Like if it smells <laughs> bad, it just it, it's rough. It, but it, but it's also it's not supposed to smell pretty either. conversation. <laughs> It's I mean, it, it, it's killing germs. It's not supposed to smell like. Uh, I mean, Germex is probably the best selling, smelling hand sanitizer out there, but I'm sure they well, add a lot of stuff to it. Well, that's the thing. A lot of the ones um, pre-pandemic, a lot of the scented hand sanitizers weren't very potent alcohol-wise. Yeah, they were like you know forty percent or, or so, so that you so the scent I mean, would overpower the the sanitizer. But I mean, it required at least sixty percent alcohol it's to be effective. I mean, it definitely it's probably gonna it's gonna kill anything on your hands. I'm gonna need some uh, smell vision right now. I mean, it smells like just smells like alcohol. Oh yeah. Um, yeah and honestly, so. that's that's one of the more mild ones I've smelled. Officer, I ain't been drinking. Uh, I'm just gonna sanitize. I'm just, I was following protocol. Hell, hell. Uh, I know some of the some of the Jack Daniels distilleries that switched over to doing it. Some of their sanitizer has a little bit of a whiskey smell. Well, that would be nice. Yeah. The one, the one we, we got a pump of one right by the the changing station in the nursery, and every time we do it, like. Smells like cinder bird. Smells like whiskey. I'm gonna go pour me a glass now. <coughs> Um, but yeah, like I said, that was, that's probably one of the better smelling, just straight sanitizers I've, yeah. I've smelled out of all of them. But then were they getting complaints like this smells awful? And yeah, like, that, that's the original blend. They, people were really complaining. <laughs> it's horrible smelling. Can you not make it smell better? Are they just because they're oh shit, we left the charred corpse in there. What are that scent went to? Now that's what, I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing that for next hot season. Yeah, they do well, hot scented. There was a, the reason why they weren't putting the smells in there was because there was like the special provision that allowed them to make it, allowed them to make it with, but they could not add anything yeah. to outside of the recipe. Or right, so it could not straight. have. So you could buy the scents afterwards and add it in yourself. Like essential oils or something, but you couldn't. They couldn't sell it like that yeah, initially. Oh well, that's probably why I got mad at you for asking. <laughs> no, that's not the reason you got mad. <laughs> that's another reason altogether. Uh, anyways, so uh, they, had, they had pumpkin spice scented hand sanitizer, and there you go. Maybe that'll be a thing moving forward too. Who knows? The basic bitches love it. <laughs> it makes me want to put my Uggs on when I squirt it on my hands. Put my Uggs and my leggings. Go get Starbucks. Yeah, stand in line at Starbucks. But <laughs> six feet away. Yeah. Um. So, I guess uh, would you? I guess it would be safe to say that 2020 haunt season was definitely successful, given the situation. For those who could open, I think they 
considering the circumstances and the, the stuff they had to bullshit they had to put up with from crazy people. And, um, I, yeah, I, I think if you ask some hunters, they probably would be like, I probably wouldn't want to open again in those circumstances, but they got through it and they probably learned a lot too. So I know, um, of course, take this with a grain of salt because it's the haunt industry. I know a lot of people said they did record numbers this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, people, haunts tend to inflate their numbers just as an image thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no not, egos not in the all haunt of, Not all of them. There are no egos in the haunt business, Matt Scott. There's also no receipt books. This is true. <laughs> um, but, no, uh, and I think it goes back to, uh, Eric mentioned, you know, people are just needing, they were needing a, a, an escape. Yeah. You know, that's what that's why a lot of people go to haunts anyways for that escapism, but they especially needed it this year or last year's no longer 2020. Thank yeah. God. Um, so that I think people were, were looking for an escape, and then on top of that, haunts that weren't able to open. So those people were, were going and seeing other haunts they don't normally get to see, so that helped boost some numbers. Um, I know, uh, you might you got to go to more than you did before, right. Yeah, um, that just coincided with pre-COVID. I was like, I'm taking next year off. I just, I want a break. Um, and I got to go see some shows, which was really nice. I didn't get to see as many as I wanted because um, there's just not enough time in a year to go no. see all the ones I want. But I did get to see several uh, around town, a few out of town. And and to for me, maybe because I was going into it, you know, already expecting there to be you know, restrictions and and new rules this year. It didn't really disrupt the experience for me when I went through them. Um, It's not like it was like taking me out of it because I had to have a mask on. You know, I'm used to having a mask on the haunted house. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Um, We go from you can't wear a mask in the haunt to wear your damn mask in the haunt. (laughs) (laughs) I will say 2020 is the only year where you'll get tackled at a bank if you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. What is that? I made a meme with the a point break at the ex-presidents. So yeah. I was like, me and the boy is going to go to the bank here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, it didn't really change the experience. You know, even the show, even the characters in the show, for the most part, it wasn't like, ah, oh, crap, they're wearing a mask over top of their makeup. I can't see it. No, a lot of haunts adjusted and did makeup on top of the, the disposable masks, or they just went, all right, we're not doing any makeup this year. We're doing all masks, and they would just ramp up the masks that they would have to do. Or Slaughterhouse did the clear mask. Those, yeah, those were yeah. cool. Yeah. Because um, then, you you know, you, you didn't have the disruption nearly as much because until you got right up to them, you didn't realize they had a mask on. Yeah. Um, definitely helped keep I, – I would wager that there were a lot less actor – guest injuries this season because they're not getting in their face yeah now well if you go to beast house uh they were still getting in your face well i got grabbed on i got grabbed there pretty good you got slammed into a wall (laughs) actor matronic that's a stiff arm which is like well that guy's coming back out yeah (laughs) i don't remember if no one really got in my face too much i know i know i got my ankles grabbed a lot I know I almost got punched in the face because they swung for my shoulder and I happened to move. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I got hit right in the chest by that actimatronic. It got me good. I was not ready for that. Uh, 
I wonder if there might have been some uh, some telephone going on through the haunt, like, hey, that's Carol and his crew. Take <laughs> Knock the shit out of him. <laughs> ah, Son of a bitch. <laughs> I would. I, I mean, I remember if uh, an actor came through the haunt and they were like, called out and they came through later with like their girlfriend or something just trying to hit him right in the sack or you know something like that. <laughs> we used to do that like crazy at Ripley's like if you called out of your shift and then showed up you oh yeah you're fucked I remember uh <laughs> we were going through Nightmare the first year it was uh in Madison me and I think it was Brinkley was with me we were walking through and Brad Webb kept coming out of nowhere and was like like grabbing us and like bear hugging us and we're like, damn, what is going on? And, then he was like, and he was, I was like, damn it, man. Was he dressed up or anything? No, he was just popping out of like the little, we'd be walking through and he'd come out of from behind us. And he would come out of us. spots that aren't normal spots. Yeah. You're like, damn it, dude. So He, cre- he created different boot holes. Yep. Yeah, he was he was popping out of new boot holes. And <laughs> I remember one time, speaking of weird boot holes, we were walking Whoa, through. <laughs> we were walking through slaughterhouse. It was our first year in Hermitage, and my old business partner, a good friend Brinkley, uh, we lost him somewhere in the door maze. Yes, and he comes crawling out of this fucking hole, <laughs> and I was like, dude. What the hell? He's like, dude, I went the fuck the wrong way, dude. It was like, it was like sideways, like skimming through between walls. I don't know I was supposed to come out of that fucking water. I was like, no shit, you're coming out of a hole. It's fucking big, man. I was like, damn. One reason I remember that is that it was the clown in that room. He's like, you went the wrong way. He's like, I got out, didn't I? <laughs> Not the wrong way, but got out. I'm sure as hell weren't stopping him because he fucking ripped his shirt. Yeah, God, no. <laughs> it's like, shit, man. I was looking in the hole like, how did you get through that? I'll say it. Yeah. it. <laughs> oh, man. I know the guy at the slaughterhouse didn't like me when the time we went through with the riddles. Oh, yeah. Because he, you know, they, the one part after the pirate ship area, yeah, I stops you. He's, he's asking you riddles. I love riddles. Like I do, I do them all the time because I'm a nerd. And he's asking me one, and like before he's even done saying, like I'd shout out the answer. He goes, "Well, damn it!" He goes, "I'm supposed to be holding you guys so the group can get further ahead of you." So he asked the next one. I fire that one off. I think he had to pull out one that wasn't his normal like line of questions. Uh, uh, that one. I think that guy that was asking those, his name was Dakota. That's his real name, anyways. Dakota did not like me that night. <laughs> he wasn't being a he wasn't being a dick. No. He was just like, God, man, just like, damn it, man. job here. <laughs> I was that guy that night. He's like, this guy's making my job harder. Well, um, you uh, you asked about how was uh, my New Year's. I actually had a uh, New Year's at a friend's house with, uh, um, Bridget and uh, Tracy West, Sebastian Michaels, uh. And uh, Brian Dumal was there. Brian Dumal. Dumal, that's it, yeah. Yeah, he's a old Death Yard guy. Yeah, he said he played Jason in there. Yep, played one of the Jasons. We had two Jasons. He played one of them in his, I think it's his wife now, or fiance, Elaine. Yeah. Uh, she worked in uh, Dark Raven Estate with Brad Loftus at Death oh. Yard the second year we're in the final year we were open. Yeah, I, I told him about my uh, my interaction with the drill, though. 
how the woman that was uh, over it was uh, asking me uh, if I wanted some of it or something. Oh, yeah, it was. I ran. I ran. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. Death yards everywhere. They may not want to admit it, but they're out there. <laughs> like uh, that shirt behind Erica. Oh, the hoodie? Yeah, the hoodie, yeah. Yeah, Kittrell had a lot of those made, and um, that was a limited run, too, Jimmy. Sorry, man. I was limited. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> One day you'll find that. Uh, that original print or whatever. I got it. I just got to. Nah, that's gotta, all good. I can't, I can't remember the name of the hog, but there was one year at Transworld. We're walking the show floor, and there's another hog walking ahead of us. And we were looking at their shirt, and the font they used for their logo oh, yeah. was this font. Yeah. And, we're, and we're like, I, how the hell did they get that font? <laughs> I mean, it's a free font. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's. And they could have had it way before us. I think it was Dirty yeah. Ego or, yep. or uh, Dirty Ego. There was another one we used too, and I can't remember the name of that one, but I think Dirty Ego is the one we used. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" And it was something similar to Death Yard. It was like uh, it was Death House, or it was something like I was like, "What the hell?" Was, it was the font, and it, they called themselves a Haunted Adventure. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I was like, I was like oh, they're gonna get in trouble." But yeah, it was it was weird when you see like, and then. It's one of those things like you, you like it's like when you get a new car, you don't ever see anybody driving that car, yep, yep. and then you get it, you're like, oh yeah, what the hell? Everybody's got my car. Like, oh. <laughs> so when you go yeah. to, when you're at TW, you know you're like, oh, we got this awesome shirt idea. We're gonna make some new shirts, and then you get there, you're like, damn, everybody's so got this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Uh, everybody's got whiskey shirts now yeah yeah <laughs> the whiskey shirts very popular it's been popular i mean jack daniels is, is worldwide it's a it's a easy easily recognizable yeah. logo and the only reason why we ever did the whiskey shirt was because we were from tennessee and that was the only reason really and it I, it was cool and jack daniels is cool and whatever but it's evolved into a whole another shirt at nightmare and it's doing well and there's another haunt that we uh, were friends with. I mean, Erica saw he's, they're going to do a whiskey shirt this year, so uh, it's kind of cool seeing that one too. So it's good. But, it's awesome. Oh. But having but having the OG shirt is the the way that. to go, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, if you was to open you uh, another haunt, would you call it Death Yard? Would I? Would I uh, yeah. call it Death Yard? No, no. I decided no, I would not. Death Yard, only way Death Yard would ever come back is if we, if I or we or whoever had a big attraction and Death Yard was maybe like one of the haunts inside the attraction. Does that make sense? Like a, yeah. a dark yeah. sale. Yeah. So, so, you know, so like Nightmare has it set up where it's like fairy tale hell and whatever they're calling it now and, or whatever they're doing, but like they have different houses. Death Yard would be like one of those houses if I ever brought it back because. I mean, I like the name, but it didn't really, and it just didn't, especially we're so close to the old Death Valley, I think it hurt us more than anything. But that's how it goes, man. There's so many, so many names that you can use when it comes to the horror and spooky genre. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll come up with something, though. Oh. Whatever, whatever it happens. Yeah. So uh, can I ask what brought you back to Tennessee? Or uh, is there something? People ask me a lot of the, 
Everybody's asking me, no man, like for real, man, why you back? Like, why you back? <laughs> yeah, for real, be honest with me, be upfront. <laughs> like, hey man, I'm back. You know, I got some stuff cooking. You know, I'm not gonna show my hand, but there's stuff cooking. I'm excited, and uh, we'll just have to see how everything goes. But I'm back, really. And this is honest to God's truth. I want to come back to Tennessee because I missed it. Straight up. I mean, I lived in Phoenix, hated it. Uh, good people there. Uh, the haunted house there was really good. Uh, met met some good people, people that I consider lifelong friends. But I just did not like Phoenix. Um, I went to Orlando. I probably could move to Orlando. I'm not going to lie. I did like Orlando a lot. Uh, <laughs> California, I mean, I moved there. COVID, quarantine, didn't get to see much of it. Um, so I, I wasn't a huge fan of California, but I also didn't get to experience California like a normal setting. So, uh, but it was really expensive to live out there. Uh, the people are, were different. <laughs> are they assholes? Uh, some could be, and some were just, you know, just, uh, just have different culture. <laughs> well, they, well, I worked uh, with this guy. He's like, he's like, yeah, man, dude, we're going to, uh, we're going to barbecue. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> were there, were there ribs or pulled pork? And I was like, uh, what kind of barbecue I have? And like, what we're barbecuing? I was like, "Yeah, what do you what's what barbecue do you got?" And they're like, "What?" <laughs> now, and I was like, "Hold up, barbecue where I'm from is a is a fucking food, my man. Like pulled pork, ribs, sausage. You're talking about doing it as like a cookout, like a cookout or grilling out." He's like, "Well, what's a what's grilling out, bro?" And I was like. <laughs> Grilling out, it's like you put some steaks and burgers on the grill. He's like, oh, dude. So he goes and tells his buddies. He's like, oh, bro, I told my buddies we're going to grill out. And they're like, hell yeah, what is that? And he was so. I'll say that's, that's not strictly a California thing. No, it's no, not. It's but, not. But I was just like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> Courtney and her whole family, they talk about <clears throat> having a barbecue. A barbecue. And I was like, I was like, oh, what are you I did the same thing. Like, what are we having? Like, oh, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs. Like, Oh, so we're cooking out. Cooking out, grilling out. We're having a, it's not barbecue. Like, if, yeah. I show up, if you say it's a barbecue, I show up and there's not barbecue, I'm going to be upset. Because I'm expecting. What the hell is at, this? At least I'm expecting pulled pork. What's that pulled pork, damn it? Pulled pork brisket, smoked turkey, oh. something. Damn it. I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's a different world out there. It really is. See, nomenclature can get you hurt. Uh, they're like, <laughs> they're like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> but, um, well, uh, we can go move into 2021. And uh, uh, thing, the thing that I can think of that's closest to haunt season would be uh, uh, you and Erica's event going on in August. Uh, you want to talk about it for a minute? So, yeah, we got Camp Nightmare coming up on August 13th. It's a private event that me and Erica came up with, and uh, it's loosely based on the Friday the 13th franchise. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's an overnight stay. We have this lodge at a uh, location that we will... It's not disclosed. Not disclosed yet. We're keeping it kind of secret. Uh, but it's going to be an overnight stay. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt. Makes like an escape game or like a survival type deal. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And we're also going to do a weenie roast 
dinner, showing a movie, trivia. You get a handful of things yeah. for your ticket. So it's going to be a lot of fun. There is a few tickets available left. Uh, we only have very few left. All it requires is a $75 deposit down, and then you can pay the remainder, uh, I think it was April 1st, something like that. Uh, yeah, I think so. April 1st is when the rest will be due. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of people are excited about it. I know we're very excited about it. Um, and the location is pretty cool. Yeah. So if you uh, look at the, uh, did you post it on the event page? The, uh, I posted, the we, do have, we have like an event page, but what we're trying to do is keep it kind of with people that we know or people we know who they know. So we don't want to make it a huge public deal yet. Just this first year because yeah. it's a trial year. So oh, okay. if you know anybody that's interested, uh, just have them get in contact with me. So it's know. 75 down now? Yeah, 75 down now and then 75 uh, later on to fill the so it's 150 a person. Yeah, I'm me and my wife are going to be there. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking for, we're definitely looking forward to it. Uh, and all, all of y'all going to, well, of course, y'all too, but Matt and J uh, Jason, y'all going to be there, right? Yep. Yep. And um, we definitely got to do a damn podcast from there. Well, it's out in the <laughs> middle something. of uh, BFE. It's Probably, got, yeah. it's got, it's got electricity and plumbing. Well, we don't know that we don't need no internet to record. That's true. You ought to bring some stuff and set up a little booth, man. Yeah. I'll uh, talk to folks. Yeah, I can bring my mixer and all that and my laptop. I, you know, that's all I need. Unless Jason's got a badass laptop we can use. He's got a satellite <laughs> laptop. Like that shit Jeff Goldblum uses in ID4. <laughs> <laughs> Check me. So Mitch is about this thick. Yeah. Hey, if anything, you could use it as a weapon. That's what those old <laughs> laptops basically are. They're either anchors or uh, weapons. But yeah, I think my laptop will do. All we need to do is record sound. I guess we need to do video. We're going to do yeah. video. We, my wife has got a 100 megapixel uh, phone, a camera on her phone. I mean, she's more than welcome to do stuff. Uh, we got a videographer that's going to be there capturing the whole thing before we get started, during the event, after the event, kind of making it like a, just, you know, videoing the whole thing. So one day, you know, if it's a huge success, which I know it will be, we can kind of use that as a. Can tell it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be huge. And people mm -hmm. are, people are just really excited, reaching out to us all the time. So can't wait, can't wait. I posted a picture of the day of the lodge with the snow, and people were like, "Holy moly!" So yeah. Oh, you're going to definitely get the feel of a, a real camping experience. Oh yeah. Uh, but me and Jason in my, uh, in my short shorts. <laughs> oh yeah. Which I said would be the first. I <laughs> say. <laughs> But uh, yeah, me and Jason can talk about the uh, recording part because I know he's got a camera. The camera he's using probably could uh, work as recording a video, couldn't it? Yeah. Jason has. Can you hook up uh, mics to it? No. Uh, oh. Well, we'll figure it out. Anyways, no, uh, I don't have a. I don't have a uh, studio quality uh, reds. One day. One day about it. Yeah, we'll figure it all out. But yeah. Um I don't you know, I can't wait. I know uh probably sweating my ass off. I'm a I'm a natural sweater anyways, and it's in August, so I will definitely have to have multiple shirts. 
It'll be swampy. Yeah, who knows, man? We could get that one weekend in August where it's kind of cool and you can smell a hot season approaching. There's usually that one weekend in August. Can I get off? Yeah. Maybe we can hug you, man. Take off. When you think just, the rest of the year is going to be nice, and it's like just that one day. That's just a trip. You don't quite fall. Wow. Just got to have a awesome. – make feel like haunt season. Just got to have some chainsaw smoke <laughs> or some or some fog juice smoke, one yeah. or the other. Cologne. Yeah, chainsaw exhaust. <laughs> 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 Where the Ooh, is, that, is that October steel? That's we're gonna uh, see I this. Uh, night. He was wearing. You know, he's wearing. Poland. He's wearing. Poland. <laughs> <laughs> that cheap shit. <laughs> At least it wasn't skill. <laughs> uh, could have been Ryobi. <laughs> Easy now. Damn <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, damn it. Why do I have a drill over here? Don't ask. Ryobi's coming up after the, you know. Drill, some whiskey. It's the fucking price is right over here. He's got a, a bottle of Jack Daniels. Dog <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> I don't really hear half ass questions, do I? A Ryobi drill with various attachments. Uh, this thing was full before a night with James Storm. Oh, God. <laughs> Did Jason take home the drill, though? No. no. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's in my house. What are you talking? About? Oh, my bad. My bad. Hey, you need. You should frame that. Put it in the frame, and they'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, oh, uh, don't worry about it. I already got. A, I remember making it. <laughs> I remember talking about it at the Lego convention. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, actual metal. Uh, metal we took an old. It was an old antique uh, drill, though, like a. Hand crank like a big giant like drill print like it was like a, like a mining a, drill. Yeah, it was like a weird drill. Or my buddy My Justin buddy put a motor on it for us. And, and then Matt made the the penal looking thing. The, the phallic attachment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, pool noodle pantyhose and uh, aluminum sheeting. Sounds like a good Friday night. It looked pretty. Uh, it was definitely we used seven as a reference. Uh, the 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 dildo thing in the movie Seven used that as a oh, reference okay. too. And when he showed it to me, I was like, "Oh, that's gnarly. That's gnarly." And <laughs> and then when he did, the, he took the budget Jessica from uh, Dapper Cadaver uh, props, and he we just bought this basic budget Jessica dummy, and he trimmed her out, added hair to her, and bloodied her up. Oh, it was great. It looked so good. I, I remember it. I remember it. I, I looked at it. I was like, oh, hell, that's a naked chick. We had the straps over her boobs. You know, we were trying to keep it somewhat. We were tasteful. <laughs> hey, did y'all go through uh, uh, Doug Cox's haunt? Uh, we knew Eric on it before he actually, he was starting to really, he didn't have any props out or anything. Uh, I know he's got a few Unit 70 bodies that look pretty real. Yeah, yeah, he sent me some pictures. Uh, yeah, it looks like a dead woman naked. <laughs> yeah, that's one in the tub. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'm like, wow. That's a video. Oh, the video. I didn't notice. I didn't notice it going through. What was it? Let's see if he can. I don't know if it'll show. Pick up. It really won't pick. 
the closer you get, the more blurry it's going to get. Oh, it's a bad. Probably can't tell. We ought to send you that, Jimmy. That's the, that's the drill door in action. Oh, shit. Y'all actually used it. We only have that one video is the only thing that I well, Jason took a bunch of uh, photos of it, but that's the only video of it actually doing its thing that, that I know that exists. So it was well, no, um, second year we, we were equal opportunity. We made it a male dummy. Yeah, we made it. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Right there. That was the male. There's, there's a male version. I think that one got people more upset than the than the female. Version. It was the Monster Mountain shirt we put on that really pissed people off. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just a joke, guys. Don't right. take it so hard. Let's call it Easter egg. <laughs> it's an homage. It's an homage. That's some of my best work right there. Uh, me too. All of us. That's good stuff. Good times. Good times. Look at that. Look at that sexy guy. Did you see that? Oh, you missed one. it. Oh, me and. Uh, me and Matt and old TD. Here are some hands. Are y'all looking at pictures? Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you're, this is the one. That, that was about three hundo right there. Damn. That's where I'm at now. Oh, hold on. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, I believe that's when I first met you, Carol. Yeah. yeah, I was about 300 and and high and a lot of debt. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't let it show, Carol. Hey, you know, my weight showed. Your hair. Oh, yeah, my hair. Look at that. So it's getting out of hand. Hair? A quarantine so when, hair. When's the hair. last time you cut it? Uh, February 27th, I think I said. Damn it. It's getting pretty bad. Getting on my nerves. But Mine would probably look like if I wait if I didn't shave my head since February, the sides and back would look like your hair. Yeah, I would have nothing on top though. Man, I'd wear a skullet. hat and look like I have a yeah, I'd have a skullet. You have the Hulk Hogan brother. Yeah, I'd have to wear me a bandana. But um, um so, uh, what, what do y'all? Th- or do you want to finish off on the uh, Camp Nightmare, or are we already finished that? Uh, I mean, it's basically, you know, we have a few spots left, so anybody that wants to get in, just holler at us. Um, not only Camp Nightmare is happening, but 2021 is, is looking pretty good on a lot of other fronts, too. So can't really talk much about some of that, but it's pretty exciting. I mean, it's still early in the year, too, and who knows what's going to happen. But I'm looking at it as a positive. 2020 wasn't all bad either. No. Um, I know I was able to work with a lot of the crew at Frightworks in Knoxville. Got to meet them and create relationships with them. Do some really cool things out there. Pretty excited about that and continuing that. Um, you know, just sometimes things happen for a reason. We don't know what those reasons are. We are kind of talking about that earlier before we came on here. So who knows? And then also me working in Columbia with David Miller and uh, uh, working with Steed again down there and some other guys, uh, Skeeter, Gavin, hung out with Chuck again. Chuck Duty was down there. Um, Leanna, <coughs> Leanna Player was down there. So it's good to see some of the old folks, too, uh, that I used to hang with and roll with. And uh, it wasn't all bad. 2020 wasn't all bad. 
So no, I got a lot of money. I got a lot of money in 2020. Yeah. I mean, I got a, I got a gaming computer to show for it, but that's about it. So it's, Um, uh, it's, you know, 2021 is going to be better than 2020. I know that. That's for a fact. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to anything. Uh, I'm here for anything y'all do. Uh, and uh, I wanted to speak on uh, Miller's Thrillers. That That is actually, you know, it it seems like it grows every year, becoming bigger. So. Oh, yeah. He, that's the thing with, you know, David is, he's like a big kid. You know, David, he loves, he has fun with it. He and His attractions are very unique and they're a lot of fun. And, yeah. uh, you know, my last day we, we went to lunch and me and him had to sit down. He was asking me, you know, just be honest with me. And me and him had some stuff. And I told him, I said, David, there's really nobody around that's got a unique attraction like you do. And I said, if you can figure out a way to cut that weight down for people having to wait three hours, sometimes four, if you can cut that out of your equation and, and make it a better experience in that regard, dude, you couldn't pull people away from there. Uh, people really enjoy it. And um, how could you? I don't know. I guess uh, was it hard? To, would it be hard to figure out how to kill that weight line so much? There's there's just things that you have to change and uh, things you have to do. And I think he's he's got a, a pretty good idea of what that needs to be. Um, but you know, sometimes you don't really change things unless it hits you in the face like, oh, I got to change things. Mm-hmm. I think this year was a few nights where he was like, wow, we were really busy. So, um, you know, you know that whole mantra, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, sometimes people yeah. say, yeah, waiting's part of it. But today and age, man, people don't, they're not patient at all, man. They don't want to wait for anything. And if, you know, if you don't have a third tier ticket where you can get immediate access, people are like, why the hell not? I'm ready to pay. Let's go. Let's go. I got stuff to do. Um, it's just the, it's the way the world is these days. Yeah, so, I noticed the haunts doing that more with a three-tier uh, yeah. entry. Why not? Why not? You're going to have, what, are you going to have to ex- make an extra queue line, maybe staff an extra person? Dude, I would do that in a heartbeat, no doubt. Have a third-tier ticket because there's always that guy or girl or whoever that wants to impress their date, uh, spend that extra money, uh, or just want to be that's a baller. Yeah. Or you got somewhere to be and you got to get in and get out. Yep. Well, that's the thing. If you give the person the ability to choose how much their time is worth, huh? they'll, they'll spend it. And also, you know, it's like the old adage, cheap ticket, medium ticket, expensive ticket. Expensive ticket makes medium ticket more palatable because like, well, I could spend this and be at the bottom, but I don't want to be ahead all the way up here at the super duper expensive ticket. But that middle class sounds really good because it's yep. only, you know. But if you make your big ticket just slightly more than the middle yep. one, now you sell bigger tickets. It's yep. like, well, for $15 more. Yeah. And, I, you know, looking back, you know, uh, even go to the Monster Mountain days. You know, I wish we would have. We implemented the VIP ticket. Uh, after we saw it in another, we were up in uh, Green Bay. It was called Burial Chamber in 2007, and they were doing VIP. We're like, what the hell? And we brought it in, and people, my friends were like, nobody's going to pay extra going to a haunted house, Carol. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And we were selling more VIP tickets than regular tickets. We're like, holy shit, we got to change that. 
<laughs> so, you know, even back then, it was such a new concept to us back then. Oh, you know, an extra ticket, you know, a VIP ticket. Hell, we should have been like, hell, fuck a VIP. Let's do a third tier ticket and people pay even more. You're like, hell yeah, come on in. <laughs> Um, you know, if we would have done that at Death Yard, who knows? You know, it could have been a different story, but still, it, it doesn't cost you really any extra. There's a little bit of, you know, on the online tickets or you have to create an extra ticket or an extra queue line. But to me, it's a no-brainer to do that moving forward, a third-tier ticket for sure. Yeah, I remember I was talking about that. Monster Mountain, we were talking about like, adding lanyards, yeah. including a T-shirt with the yeah. pack. It's like a package. Well, that, that'll help sell it because then they're going to it'll be easier to justify to themselves like oh well, if i do this i pay the extra 15 or extra 20 whatever it is i get all this you know cool swag that not everyone else is going to have right so it's it truly does make you feel like you're a vip because you're getting stuff that the general public can't right get. and don't don't have those t-shirts available in the gift shop you could only get those with the vip package. right right i mean it was like you know i just was i'm trying to price out my trip to Disney World. I could probably price it all out by myself, but if there's a package where it's all said and done, I don't even have to worry about it. I just got to drop the money on it, and it's just going to happen, and I'm going to get all this stuff that's, you know, through this travel agency, their special things. Yeah. Why not? I'll pay a little bit more for that. Halloween Horror Nights. You do the behind-the-scenes tours and things like that. Me and Erica, we got a, a, an enamel pin. It says, SIF happens. SIF means stuff in face. Those pins are going for like 50, 60 bucks because not everybody got one. You had to only do the behind the scenes tours to get one of those enamel pins. And <laughs> those pins, man, like certain little, now obviously Horror Nights is the ultimate and some of those pins sell out fast. They're collectibles. I mean, that's a huge cult following. So not every haunted house is like that. But if you get to that point, you know, I think about this. If you could find a, an original Netherworld shirt on eBay from 97, how many know if sure they had one? Uh, or Opryland shirts, for example, Opryland theme park. All those vintage shirts, anything vintage Opryland goes for big money on eBay because it's highly sought after. Um, Halloween Horror Night shirts, like Jason's wearing um, a 1991 logo of when it was called Fright Nights. If you could find a legit Real print of that? I mean, crazy, probably crazy expensive. So, I mean, you know, you, you going back, third tier tickets, absolutely something I would definitely do. Well, I mean, why, why in this day and age would you not value your haunt that you're starting out as highly as something as Halloween or not? Why not follow their? Yeah, it may be a little bit more costly, but you're you're not playing short term games when you're opening up a business. You're playing for the long term. They've, so. got, they've got a good model to, to follow. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> they've, they've been they've been somewhat successful. Mildly, mildly. Do you think twenty twenty one haunt season? Uh, what do you think? Anything's going to be different different than it was? So it's going to be more calm, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> it's hard to tell at the moment. Um, uh, hopefully, by the time season rolls around. One, we'll, we'll just have more experience dealing with the virus as a whole, um, you know, unless it mutates crazily. Um, and also, we'll, you know, hope that the vaccine works out and helps to make things a little more somewhat normal. I mean, I don't think we'll ever go back to what it was pre-pandemic completely because it's just a new part of life now. 
but hopefully it's a part of life that's manageable and is not going to, you know, control us like it did in, in 2020. Yeah. My wife actually got the vaccine. Oh yeah. She's a, she's a frontline worker. Well, her, she, her, she stayed up all night with her shirt, shoulder hurting all night long where she got the shot. Yep. I was like, whew, I, mean, I don't know. I've got a tetanus shot or anything like that. It's been yeah. that way. So I'm like, oh. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, the only way, I, only way I can see it being different is if uh, an I am legend type <laughs> scenario happens where the vaccine turns everybody into these crazy things and we're hiding out in haunted houses for safety purposes. Carol's <laughs> <laughs> still building scenes. Holy shit. Um, I'm, I'm real curious, and I mentioned this, maybe we talked about it at lunch the other day. I am curious to see which, I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this without being an asshole. <laughs> there may not <laughs> be a way. To, whole life. There may not be a way to do it. I mean, be an asshole. Uh, basically, which haunts are going to be, you know, sleazy enough to do a pandemic theme, um, in I'm, 2021? I'm honestly surprised we didn't see more of it in 2020. I think I think even in twenty twenty like, oh maybe we'll wait till next year, then it won't be as fresh. Yeah. Still gonna be in poor taste. Um or some variation of I, you know, if it were me, I wouldn't do a a you know pandemic or viral outbreak or like that for quite a few years. Yeah. Just like you know, uh, our buddy Mike D used to say, Long oh, hanging fruit, Carol Moore. Long oh, hanging uh, fruit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, might be. Damn it, Mike. Have someone incorporate, have, have one of the actors uh, talk about a toilet paper shortage or something. Yeah. I mean, it, stuff like that, you know, you yeah. know, that's a jam, but, uh, but, you know, to do a, a thing where people didn't die from toilet paper yeah. shortages. But, you know, if you had it where, like, people are dying, we don't know that. Dude. And we don't know that. <laughs> Somebody could have gotten a fight over some I, I think some people came close to dying. Hey, I've seen some people fucking bare knuckle fisting over some Charmin, brother. If somebody got a whole twisted teeth. That makes me think like great. that movie Ready Player One at the beginning when he's going through all the things, the the internet wars and oh, like the toilet paper wars. So you, you, mean bloody? you mean Ready Player One? Where where we're heading as a society? I love yeah. Ready Player One. So good. Um, Chucky? I was oh, thinking. God. I stood up in the theater. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> um, I was thinking. Uh, you know, you go through. You come into a scene, and it gets to be a bathroom scene, and uh, um, someone's sitting on the toilet, and like, "Got your toilet paper?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, Demons Den uh, used to have the poopy room, and there was a guy in a poopy diaper, a poop all over the walls. He's like, ah, poopy, poopy, and it was, oh, it was, it was funny. It really <laughs> was funny. I'm pretty sure I even did that at Nightmare the first year. It was pretty comical, but I'm sure somebody will do it. But I don't know. I, I'm sure some of the some of the ones who pride themselves on being controversial haunts will do something. The most controversial haunts, the, you know, some of the ones that have have gotten in trouble over the past years or so for having. 
Risque themes. No, he would be on the drill, though. <laughs> Nazi zombies. Hey, Hotskin trouble. I'm fall. really surprised that no one complained about the Nazi zombies. You know, things you could do in 2015. <laughs> yeah, and then you flash forward to what 2018, and we have a, a army guy on top of a building with a rail gun shooting at zombies, and they were saying that they that we were trying to redo the um, Las Vegas shootings. Well, that's because supposedly. The idiot actor said this is how I did it in Vegas. And if that truly happened, then that's what sparked that, which I doubt. That guy, well, that guy's an idiot. So I don't know. He's not that. I don't think he's. Yeah, but I don't. He's an idiot, but he's. Okay. I don't know where I was going with this. Yeah. Yeah, all right. You were saying something about the zombie, uh, Nazi zombie. Uh, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen Dead Snow, right? Yeah. Is that where... (laughs) There's a Blunkin in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to TD for telling me what a Blunkin was. (laughs) Don't Google it. (laughs) You know, motherfuckers are on damn Urban Dictionary right now. (laughs) Blunkin. Or if, you, or if you do, do it on a public computer. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> FBI's watching. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that uh, that movie is definitely uh, really good, really it's, funny. Uh, it's surprising, it's surprising. It was yeah. definitely unique. But um, well, Matt, what you been working on besides uh, raising that baby? That's good about it, man. Uh, That's well, I'll real quick uh, intro you then to that. Um, 2020 has been really uh, great for Matt as well. Uh, it's got a new a new baby. It has been a, a good year for my family specifically. Bought a house, had a baby. Um, some have been COVID free. Mm-hmm. We were actually talking today. Like I haven't had so much as like the sniffles since February because we've been masking up and staying inside and not going around people, which I'm okay with. Um, I despise most of the general public anyway. Which, uh, by the way, Jason took our temperatures before he came in here. My butt is sore, but he took our temperatures. So we're good. <laughs> it has to be this long of a thermometer? Jesus, Jason. And does it have to be attached to the Ryobi drill? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah, the accurate temperature reading. Yeah, you get this. <laughs> it's kind of worked way in. You gotta know? take this serious, man. <laughs> uh, but no, um, it's been a good year for us. I've been doing a little bit in the shop, just trying to you know keep wheels moving forward, coming up with new stuff, and and trying to gear up for when Trans World happens again. They've uh, they've already moved the dates from March to May. Uh, hopefully, by that point, they'll. Have Enough people have gotten vaccinated and they'll feel that it's comfortable enough to do it. We'll have to wait and see. I can see the news now. A new COVID strand, Trans World, <laughs> super spreader event, St. Louis. Um, you know, if, if it doesn't happen again in 2021, then hopefully they'll, they'll be able to roll over to 2022. I don't know if the, honestly, I don't know if the show will be able to afford two years in a row of not opening. Hopefully they can. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of vendors will have a, have a rough time if they if they're not able to do 2021. And it's but also uh, 
of all, you know, because a lot of people, after they made the announcement, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not going to happen. and just immediately started spewing negativity because that's what a lot of people do. Um, and some vendors were saying, you know, I'm not going to be able to get my orders filled. And Kevin Alvey of Gorgalore said the most common sense thing in the world. He goes, well, don't wait till the show. Take orders now. We're in a virtual world. There's more, yeah. there's easier ways to do things now than there ever have been. We would have not been doing something like this two years ago, at least not this easily. Um, yeah. There's so many ways to see and try out and, and learn about new products. Just contact vendors and say you want to learn about their product. They'll be happy to show you and take orders and that'll give them time to fill your order before season and you'll have time to get new stuff. So don't, don't feel like you have to be at a trade show to, to buy something. You know, you can buy stuff off. Trust me, speaking as a vendor, I will sell you shit any day of the year. I'll sell you <laughs> stuff that's not even for sale. Um, so you will try to sell me one time. I was, like, what? <laughs> I was up to thirty five dollars. Um, no vendor will get upset by you asking to buy stuff at a non trade show event. That's my that's my soapbox well, for that. Don't most of the time at a trade show when you they take orders, they're gonna ship it to you anyways, right? Yeah. Like it's not like especially the bigger stuff, you're not leaving the show with that, with the exception of, you know, buying floor show model stuff. And that doesn't happen very often at that show. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of buyers, you know, they're skittish because they've been burnt before from vendors or vendors promise you the world when you're sitting down there. Yeah, not you, man. Matt. Matt hasn't done that yet, to my knowledge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they promise you the world when you swipe that card, and then, you know, come August, you're like, hey, bro, it's supposed to be July. Where is it at? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, and then September hits, and then you can't even get a hold of them. They're not responding to emails. Mm -hmm. Then you've opened, and then you've been open three weeks, still nothing. And then, hey, I read this story. and then you're like, what the hell? And then it's like Halloween week and like, here's your stuff. And you're like, thank you. Oh, great. Thanks a lot. Uh, it happens more than, than I'd care to say it happened, but it does happen. And, and also too, a lot of people, it's not necessarily about buying stuff. It's really about the experience of going to TW, talking to people, networking, some people like to drink, and it is, does happen. They like to fornicate, and that's um... <laughs> we went down. There's a lot. There's a lot. That, I mean, if, if you think about this, if you have a yearly trip in the same city and you know it's happening every year since 2009, it's been in St. Louis. You basically have these spots and people that you meet, and you go, all right. I'll see you in March. We're going to do this, this. We're going to hang out. We're going to get a beer here at this bar. We're going to drink at this bar. I'll see you in the mezzanine. Oh, hey, Carol, I can't wait to get some of your bathtub wine. It's, you know, Jason knows about that. So there's a lot of different things that go into going to Transworld more than just business from yeah. buying and selling and all that. Um, I've met a lot of people that I only knew through social media. Oh yeah, I, I uh, you're the hot porn guy. I, I follow you on Instagram. Like, oh, how are you doing? Let's let's change numbers. Let's let's talk. Um, stuff like that happens a lot. And really, I mean, I miss that more than anything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also miss seeing how creative people can be, and the, surrounding myself around people that are like me and us. 
being able to pick apart the posers, the people that aren't true haunters are just there to be there. You know, you can just pick them out and you go, yeah, you're, you're scum. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's fun being around people that have the same passion as I do and we do. And you get to hate like, it's like a fucking, it's, it's the best experience ever in a sense for a whole damn near a week. You get to do nothing but talk haunts, be around spooky stuff. It's, um, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I like seeing the tech parts of it. Yes. Yeah. I love tech. And I'm just waiting for the next iteration of what haunted housing will be. I mean, I've, I've told you guys what I see in 20 years uh, using the same technology you're using on uh, the Mandalorian right now, where you can build your your backgrounds and your sets on LED screens, and you just build the set and have the background behind it. So you can have an outdoor haunt, the feel of an outdoor haunt, completely indoors if, with the uh, right setup. Now, you know, right now it's millions and millions and millions of dollars for that. 20 years from now, it'll be pull that out. Chump change. Pull that out of the old Levi's here. <laughs> Lit. Um, Just need to find that Tony Khan. Damn yeah. It. Yeah. But I mean, Kitchell's right. The, the technology that's being used for other things is always going to come to the haunt side of it. And, and I like too. like, I'm one of those weird guys that doesn't, get blown away by the big, huge animation that the Kirshner has or their debut. And I like seeing a little bitty shit that can make just really a big impact. I remember yeah. what was that one thing that scared the shit out of you, Jason, that one year, was it besides the Bloody Mary. Mirror? I was right beside the Bloody Mary. Mirror. It was the jumping trash can that just scared the shit that out of me once. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn. The walking so popper. Yeah. yeah. The handheld popper. I know the, the portrait costume got you one year. Which one was that? The one where it's it's the hinged portrait. Oh, okay. And you got an actor behind it. It looks. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was portrait. looking at it. And he was like, it just goes right at me in the face. <laughs> was Jesus. Oh, that's that 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 Grim uh, Reaper statue. Yeah, that was a good. One. Had the gloves. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. The mountain had that. I scared the shit out of Jan one night. Uh huh. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, but that Bloody Mary, that damn Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, a lot of the old, I like seeing old school, like, techniques being brought to, like, a new age. Um, yeah. Mirror, I like, I love using mirrors. I love using mirrors. And, uh, you know, Pepper's Ghost is good. I also yeah. like doing the old drop table, you know. That's fun. Uh, a lot of old school stuff that a lot of people just forget about. Because sometimes people get so caught up on high tech and ooh, ah, ooh, ah. I like to go, all right, let me get down to the, to the bare bones of what made this industry so great. And that's really probably one of the best haunted houses ever toured was the Akron uh, Haunted Schoolhouse and Laboratory. And when we got to tour that place, it was so old school and so awesome. I mean, it started in the 70s. And some of that oh, shit man. was still there. Like, they had the old school haunted houses of you walked by sets like scenes and they were like had chicken wire or like a, a banister in front. So you walk by and they did their spiel behind a banister or behind like fencing. You never, they never interacted with you in the, in, in the, the path. Very old school. Like so, it, is that the one that was supposedly invented the vortex tunnel? 
They have one there. I don't know if they invented it. They got like the wind tunnel. The, the, well, the wind tunnel looks like yeah. four, five floors collapsed, and that's probably the coolest thing according I've ever seen. To, according to them, the first, they were the first vortex <laughs> tunnel. I wouldn't doubt it. It's been there a yeah. long time. And, and at the bottom of that wind tunnel thing is the vortex. Mm -hmm. So there's so much cool shit there. The Goodyear blimp sits right behind that place. You can see that's where it takes off from. Because they actually oh, wow. tires up there. So really fucking cool. Old school as hell. Shit they were using in the 70s, still using to this day. I know uh, Bart Butler was up there for a few years, did a lot of work. Um, really cool place. And uh, they've done a really good job of, I haven't been, I don't hope they didn't take all the old school stuff out, but sometimes you have to. Sometimes that stuff just, you that's know. That's a little long story, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the AC here. We got ghosts in here. There's an air cut up open. Um, I don't know how long this has been around. I know Doug uh, brought it up when I was up there. Uh, I think he had a hoodie on the Haunted Hoochie. Uh, I hear that place is pretty, uh, pretty intense. Yeah, they um, they have they have their own way of doing things up there for sure. <laughs> I uh, I've never personally been. Um, I've had a lot of people have gone up there and say it's it's a blast. Um, but you know, they do what they do, and I guess they do it well. So I don't know uh, if I would leave this in or not, but I'm just gonna say what he told me. There's a scene where a dude comes out with a sledgehammer and hits a woman on a a pregnant woman, and a baby yeah, shoots happens. out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, trains out with shotgun too. Yeah, they so, are all about shock factor there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That shotgun blast is a, it's a great effect. I don't how do, how do, how, I wonder how is that like a, a actual person that does it or animatronic? It's a person. It's just. A, it's an effect. Oh, yeah, okay. a triggered effect with a, a, a air blast and a, and a water line. We did one similar. Um, we had it at Dark Descent, but Brad Webb said it was too risque for his taste, so we shelved it. The next year, when we opened Death Yard. We had a starter pistol, like, you know, gentlemen, start your engines and, you know, the starter pistols. Yeah. We had that. We'd, and we it would do that with the gun. And then we had a trigger, like, on the chair. He'd hit that button and shoot the gun. And uh, John Lawson, was it John Lawson that sold us the original gag and then you doctored it up? I think so. Yeah. John Lawson, who used to work down at the Torture Factory, he's a good good friend of mine. Uh, he's a good dude. And he, he sold us that air rig and water would blast behind us. We had, like, a whiteboard. Was it a whiteboard that we used? No, it was just on the the, the whiteboard was at, at Dark Descent. Yeah, right? the whiteboard is Dark Descent. Um, it was just OSB that we caked and shit. So we painted some of the the blood, you yeah. know, brain matter stuff already on it, so that because their attention was drawn to the actor when they'd come into the scene, and then when they would do the gag, we were really just shooting water on the wall to make it look wet, uh, because we realized the thickened sludge was gumming up the works yeah. anyway. Yeah. So the worst part about that was just I hated the whole, just doing the starter pistol because like ah! it's scary. Like, it's not. It's obviously not a real gun, right? Yeah. I was the first to try it out, and I was like, "Oh fuck, is this gonna like hurt?" That goggles on, like what the fuck are goggles gonna do? Because you, know? you would get a little bit of the of the, the explosion from the the starting cap. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, don't burn me, don't burn me. It's like it was, it's like a souped up cap gun, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was great because you would get the smell of the black powder. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of times where, you know, misfires happened. And yeah, just, the firing pin on those are not meant to be shot so much like that. So the firing pin would start to get offset and it wouldn't hit the, the on center like it should. The cast you'd, you'd have to rely on being a, a quick thinking actor and just come up with something else to do. Run over to Academy the next day and can I get another starter pistol? Like, what, what the hell are y'all doing with these things? <laughs> Shooting people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But shit, yeah. that barrel, we'll fire it out of there. Well, this has definitely been fun. Uh, hopefully, we soon we can all be together, do a little barbecue or Better something. Some brisket. <laughs> Damn it, <Jimmy. laughs> no, definitely a cookout for real. Hey, you know, Ooh. we need to get uh, you said you're working Saturdays right now. Yeah, um, well, it'll be Saturday. I don't know what next Saturday will be, but, uh, yeah. But we can do it Sunday Well, during the day. Once football gets over with, because, you know, it's playoffs, and the Steelers, oh, yeah. this one, you know, got to see how we do things, and they go to the Super Bowl. I don't know. The Titans are probably <laughs> going to lose, so, you know, maybe shit I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't watch sports. Uh, oh. Yeah, I put you know, myself. Uh, in the house world don't. They, um, a lot of people don't put, follow sports. You know, I think it'd be kind of cool to do like, um, like a I don't know, like a blind taste test of some some sort of uh, I don't know, energy drink or how it's nasty. Nope, nope, no, nope. Not getting beat boozled. Something. There's something you know, and maybe have some food and. Now I'm gonna eat those nasty ass jelly beans. I don't want to vomit on camera. It's like four of these is, is an energy drink. One is froggy's fog hand sanitizer. Brush your wet, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did want to do something soon, man. And, yeah, for sure. Um, 2020 is behind us. 2021 is upon us. We're in it. Yep. It's gonna be great. Where to go? Uh, oh yeah. Looking Hell forward, yeah. man. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to. Chat with you some more and uh, seeing what we come up with, seeing what happens, man. I'm excited. Good oh, things sure. happen. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, um, thank y'all for listening, watching, whichever. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. But all Take right. it easy, buddy. See you, man.